we've been talking about uh, the names of God. Amen. I believe the last name we dealt with was Jehovah Jireh, God my provider. And I just believe that this is fitting for a time like this. Amen. Judges chapter 6 verse 24. Amen. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and named it the Lord is peace. To this day, it's it's still in Ophrah of the Abezerites. Amen. Now, on the same night, amen, Abezerites, Abezerites, actually. Now, on the same night, the Lord said to him, take your father's bull and a second bull, seven years old, and pull down the altar of what? Baal which belongs to your father and cut down the Asherah that is beside it and build an altar to the Lord your God on the top of this stronghold in an orderly manner and the second and and take a second bull and offer a burnt offering with the wood of Asherah which you shall cut down and I want to talk about this morning God as Jehovah Shalom. God as Jehovah. I'll zero in. I'm going to be on this whole chapter. But I want to talk about God as Jehovah Shalom. The God of peace. The God of peace. Amen. We've been looking at the different names of God. And when we reflect on the different names of God, we've seen God as El. And then we've seen God as Jehovah. Whatever you add on the end of that suggests or even implies the characteristic of God. The attributes of God. Amen. What we find is that God will reveal himself to us in different ways, in different stages in life. I know God a little bit better now than I did before. Amen. I know him as Jehovah Jireh. He has proven time and time again that he will provide. Oh, come on, help me. I've actually lived, amen, through many different things in my Christian journey to come to know God in different ways. God as Jehovah Shalom, though, amen, as we will discover in this passage this morning, it's fitting for a time like this. I don't know if there's a restlessness inside of you this morning. If there's an agitation going on in your heart. I don't know if you're facing a situation that has brought you trouble. But what I do know is that you can know God as Jehovah Shalom. We find in our passage today that God, the children of Israel, they were in a 
situation. They've always looks like they're always in a situation. But not only that, but we find that God as Jehovah Shalom, we find that God shows up at a time when it seems like all hope was gone. Amen. If you back up to verse 1, you'll see it there, that God has allowed the Midianites to oppress Israel. They were in a situation, y'all. Do I have anybody here this morning who's in a situation? Amen. Where it has taken your ever-loving peace. God, and I just want to let you know the word shalom means it comes from another word, salam, which means to be complete. So when we say God is Jehovah Shalom, we're saying not only is he peace, but he's complete. Because he gives you complete, complete peace. Are you with me? The root word to the word Shalom means to be sound and complete. Oh, I wish I had somebody. See, when you know God as Jehovah Shalom, you're not going to be agitated or troubled about anything. Amen. You've heard, you've heard the scripture that says, he'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him. Israel is in a, they're being oppressed by their enemies. They're being beat down. They were supposed to be winning, but they were on the losing end. Have you ever been there? Where you were winning for a little while in life. Come on somebody. And now you find yourself in the, on the losing end of life. We find that, that, that God shows up to a man. Amen. He, 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 he shows up to a man named Gideon. Y'all have heard the story of Gideon. I've, if you're a Bible reader, you know it. If you don't know it, then you need to read it. Amen. Verse 11 says, then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak tree that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abyssalite, as his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press in order to save it from the Midianites. Watch this. They were destroying every, everything. They were on a seek and kill and destroy, destroy their food, destroy their children. Listen, the enemy is, in, watch this, after your life. The enemy wants to destroy everything about you. He wants to take every, he wants to erase even the memory of who you, who you are. Are you with me? God shows up. The Lord came to Gideon. Now you got to catch this. It says, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Now watch this now. Notice the angel announces to Gideon that he was a warrior. Gideon, the name, the, the name Gideon means weak. God shows up to the weakest person. 
God shows, I'm going to say it one more time. He shows up to the weakest person and he says, oh, valiant warrior. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say to you is what you don't really know about yourself, God knows about you. Are you with me? Whereas you think you're weak, God says you're strong. Whereas you feel like you're a failure, come on somebody, God says you're more than a conqueror. And, 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 and if you look at it, look at verse 13. It says, it says here in verse 13, watch this. The Lord appears to him. Now watch this. So, so the first thing is, I want to give you, write this down somewhere. God, Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, watch this. He'll show up right on time. You need to write that down. He'll show up right on time, but he'll show up in the times of your life when it seems like all hell has broken loose and there's no hope in sight. Oh, you ain't been through nothing. I wish I had somebody. But 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 can I tell you something? This the Bible says the angel of the Lord appears to him at a very stressful time. He's trying to save the food, and the angel showed up to him. Look at verse 13, though. Watch this. And Gideon said to him, Oh Lord, oh my Lord, the if if this is for some of you right here. See, because when you lose your peace, you start questioning God. Amen. God, why? Why is this? Things are good for you right now. But get ready. Because if you're not coming out of a storm, amen, you may be entering another storm. Some of us are at different stages in our lives. We're either in the middle of the storm, we're coming out of a storm. It's been a while since we've seen a storm. But you got to remember something. God, Jehovah Shalom, will show up at the right time. Listen, saints, if you pay attention, God has been waving the flag at you saying, have peace. Stop tripping. Stop falling apart. Stop doubting me. You with me? Watch this now. Watch this now. Watch verse 13. Then Gideon said to him, oh my God, oh my Lord, if the Lord, see, there you go again. This is some of you right here. Stressful time. If. You know what class condition that is, right? Third. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't true. Doubt. Maybe. No, I see. Second class condition. Second class condition. Maybe it's true because he's kind of on the fence about God. Some of you are on the fence about God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You said, no, I love God. You don't show it. Amen. Because when stressful times show up, you feel like you got to go do something. You got to step up and try to change the situation. But when you have Jehovah Shalom, y'all going to get with me. I know, I know y'all been partying all night. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. When Jehovah Shalom shows up, come on, somebody. You know what he's going to do? He's going to keep your mind at peace. He's going to keep your heart at peace. But watch this. He says, if the Lord is with us, this is for some of you right here. This is for some of you right here. Why? Did I just talk about why on Christmas morning? Why? Some of you have said this already. Why then has all this? Oh, Lord. Y'all ain't trying to. Y'all with me this morning? Am I by myself? Did I? Why am I by my? Because that's how we feel sometimes. That's how we feel when 
things are falling apart. Life. Listen, he's looking at his external situation. He borrowed a page from Habakkuk, who would be written later on. This is the period of judges, where God is using judges, watch this, to govern his people. Y'all with me? But watch this. He says, why? You ever ask that? Yes, I know you did. Why then has all this happened to us? And look at his next statement. And where? You see, you ask why? And you, when you don't have peace, you ask why? And you ask where? Watch this. Where are all his miracles? Some of you get mad at God and you do that. Where's all your miracles? If you're real, then why? Why big mama had to die? Why did you take my mama? Why did you take my brother? Why did you take my sister? Why did, you, why did I lose my job? Why is this happening to me? Stop asking why. When you have Jehovah Shalom. Amen. When you have Jehovah Shalom, you don't have to ask why. Because you know what? Who? But Gideon was at a point where he was at his weakest. Watch this now. Watch the text. What's up with all these miracles that our fathers told us about, about, told us about saying, did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt, up from Egypt? But now the Lord has. Boy, it's quiet up in here. Check it out. Why has the Lord abandoned me? Why has the Lord left me in this bad marriage? Why is this Lord? Why has the Lord left me in this brokenness? Why? Why was I battered? Why was I raped? Why was I abused? Why was this? Why was that? How come? I've heard stuff. I've heard about His miracles. I hear you talking about God, Pastor. But how come it ain't working for me? I've heard it time after time. And you know what I know about that person? They don't know Jehovah Shalom. Watch this. Second thing you need to write down right there. Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, will calm your fears. See, fear will have you talking crazy. Fear will have you saying things. Y'all did get, God did bring you out of Egypt. But now because of your current situation, you are Doubting that the God that did bring you out can do a miracle again. I told you, I've come to live this life to know God by his name in different phases in my life. I know him as Jehovah Shalom. I, I'm sorry, Jehovah Jireh. I know him as Jehovah Shalom because, listen, when I lost all my peace, when I thought I was doing all the right things and all the wrong things keep happening to me, I had to ask myself, I started to question, is this for real or am I tripping? But Jehovah Shalom showed up. And he says, Derek, I'm always with you. I wish I had somebody. I'll never leave you. Nor forsake you. Watch this. Here's what I want to share with somebody today. Whenever you hear a word, it should calm your fears. 
it should bring you to a place of peace. Because you know that it's God speaking. Don't look at my past. Hey, hey, come on somebody. Don't look at what I did last week. But look, I says, know my heart. And know this, that when you know Jehovah Shalom, he will calm your fears, y'all. Look at his language. Look at his language. You abandoned us, Lord. And given us into the hand of the who? Of the Midianite. Watch this. Of Midian. Watch this. 14. The Lord looked at him and said, go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? He said to him, now see. This is the stuff that, this stuff is real. I thank God this morning. I was praying in the where? Right. <laughs> I said, what name am I going with today, Lord? He said, Shalom. He said, because somebody needs to have some Shalom this morning. Some, some of you are complaining and crying and doubting what God can do. But let me tell you something. You think you're living right now. But if you surrender your fears to him. Watch this. Money's not going to be an option. Money's not going to be the issue for you no more. Because your relationship with God is going to go past that. And it's going to go into the realm of him transforming your heart. And making you into a person. Watch this. That he can get glory from. Come on and say amen this morning. I said I wasn't going to do all this. Watch what he says. He says oh Lord how? See, he goes from who, where, and now how. We always want how. Pastor, I hear you say the word. I heard what you say, give, and be, you know, I heard you say all that, but how? How can I get over this? How can I forgive? How can I trust? How do I know it's going to be for real? I hear what you're saying, but how? Stop asking how. Stop asking who. And stop asking where. And just know. That when you have Jehovah Shalom. When you know who's behind you. Come on help me somebody. Listen you go home and you let everybody disrupt your peace. When you're the one that went to church. That part. I'm going to be like the young folks. Facts. Facts. You know, they do the finger. Facts. And then, and then, and then, that part. You see what I'm saying? You, you're the one that went to church. You came home to the devil and watch this. Then you acting like a devil. But you just left church. You got your feeling. But when you have Jehovah Shalom. Man say what you got to say. Say whatever you want to say. I ain't, I ain't going to let that trouble me. Because guess what? That stuff don't faze me anyway. You mad and upset. And you just saying a bunch of stuff that don't really matter. Don't mean really mean nothing. So guess what? I'm going to let you talk and keep on talking. Because guess what? I got peace. I just left church. 
Do you know, do you know one word can set, you know, if one word sets you off, something wrong with you. Something wrong. Something wrong. I've been like this all my life. No, you need to change. And you're not too old to change. And that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I ain't trying to teach you tricks. I'm trying to teach you about the Lord. See, learning tricks is something different than learning about the Lord. Oh, Lord. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> you got to graduate to Wheaties. That's for men. Come on, grown folk. Anyway, why am I doing He said to him, oh, Lord, how? How shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family, watch this, his name, the name of his family. He knew his name and he knew his family was the what? The least. See, God is, I was telling my wife, I'm understanding this church thing, man. People building all these huge, humongous buildings, but they ain't doing nothing. God can do a lot with a little. And if you read the story, you'll find out that Gideon thought he needed, he had 300,000. God reduced that thing down to 300 men. He said, you go up in there and you take over. Watch this. Because you have the God of peace. When you have peace, you don't need nothing else, y'all. Come on, y'all. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he said. He says, and not only that, but I'm the youngest in my father's household. He said, but the Lord said to him, surely I will what? Be with you. See, that's the key. The key is this. God told him, amen, I'm sending you and I'm with you. So, so the next thing is Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Not only will he calm all your fears, but he'll remove all your doubts. He'll remove, listen. What God was doing here to, to, to Gideon was removing his doubts. Some of us been in church a long time, but we still doubt. We're still in doubt. Watch the text. The text says, now, now look, look how Gideon sees himself. See, if you don't have the right view of you, if you think that you're the least, or you're the youngest, or you're not good enough, or you don't have what that person had. Quit comparing yourself to everybody and understand that God has uniquely made you and he can use you any way he feel like using you. See? Is this making sense? Watch this. But the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you. And, and, and look, and you shall defeat Midian as what? One man. So Gideon said to him, okay, I tell you what. There you go again now. Man, Gideon is a trip, man. But you know what? I love the realness of Gideon. And David was the same way. Right? And and, and all the men, and, and Noah was the same way, and Moses was the same way, and you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it just keeps, the cycle keeps going around and around. But watch this, because watch this, when you feel like you're insignificant, when you feel like God hasn't really you don't have what other people have to make a difference. You can make a difference of what you have. Yeah. 
You've been set apart for something great. I'm going to say it one more time. You've been set apart for something great. God has chosen you from the beginning of time to do more than just sit around. Come on, somebody. But to make a difference, to make a mark on this world so that when you leave this world, you leave a legacy behind. Lord took the weakest and the least and he did something with them. Watch the text. The text says, well, if I found favor in his sight, this is some of you right here. Show me a sign. <laughs> God, let me know it's you. Show me a sign. If, why, how, where, and what's the next one? No, show me a sign. If he come walking through the door, I know he loves me. Show me a sign, Lord. He ain't never showed up. You see, here, here, here's the danger about this right here. See, this is why today the New Age teaching is teaching about horoscopes and and and, and shifted and all this other all this all this other horoscope dating and all this. Other. The world wants a sign. God already sent His sign. He didn't send a sign, he sent his son. <laughs> Listen, some of you are looking for signs so that you can move on what God has already told you to do. You want a sign. I wonder if he's the right one. I wonder if she's the right one. Lord, just show me a sign. No, talk to the person. Pay attention to their character. First thing on the list, do they go to church? Then, then the next thing is, amen. Do they know Jesus Christ in the pardon of their sin? This very simple stuff, but we're looking for a sign. Lord, show me a sign. Some of you are bent on signs. You got your number sevens and your number threes and the number twos and all this other stuff. If I see a two, then I know that's the one. Let me just say this to you. You know what asking for a sign proves? You have no faith. You have none. Because you want, you, watch this, faith is something you can't see. If God says you're going to win, walk with that. Roll with that. But pastor, how do I know? There you go asking how. How do I know? He says, he says, show me a sign that is you who speak with me. He wants to validate now. He, he wants to go deeper into the conversation now. Or he goes all the way in and he, and, and he, and he, you know, God tells him what to do. God, you know what I believe Jesus did? This Jesus showed up to him right here. By the way, this is Jesus talking to him. Watch this. He entertains him. All right, he does. And then we get down to verse 22. And when Gideon saw that he was the angel of the Lord, and he said, alas, O Lord God, for now I know. Now I have seen the angel, you should have known that early, of the Lord what? Face to face. And what? My time is up. The Lord said to him, peace to you. 
Do not fear, you shall not die. And Gideon did what? He built an altar there. And this is where the word Jehovah Shalom is, is the only place in scripture you'll find the name Jehovah Shalom. Right here. And he named it. The Lord is what? Peace. To this day. To this day. It is still in Ophrah. Amen. Of the Abizarites. And the last thing you got to know about Jehovah Shalom. Before you go on home. The God of peace. Not only will he. Remove all your doubts. But the God of peace. Write this down. Will give you victory. You got to call on that name. When you pray. You say Jehovah Shalom. Lord take my whys. My what's. My who's. and my, Not my who's. The, my why's. My what's. My where's. My how's. And my the signs that I'm looking for. To see if it's really you. Take it from me and give me peace. And let me tell you something. When you have peace, you know when Jesus was hanging on that cross, he had peace because he know he knew whose hands he was in. I'm saying this to somebody here today. You've lost your peace. You got it going on. You got everything. But still you don't have peace. Amen. You still don't have peace. You still don't have peace because you keep questioning God. Man, listen. You know how I can go all kinds of ways with this scripture. But they were about to be destroyed. You got your bills and you got tithes. Which one are you going to do? Bills. No, not me, Pastor. I'm going to give. Why am I going to give? Because I know who keeps supplying me. See, it's not your strength. God could take your strength tomorrow. You could wake up sick. Your leg could work. Leg just ain't working. Just toes just don't want to wake up. Sit on the side of the bed. Got roll call. Nobody show up. And you got to go right back in that bed. See, that? then you're going to call on God. God, I believe you now. I got a sign. <laughs> you, you know what? We are, not, we are very superstitious people. We've learned that stuff when we were right here. Someone taught us that stuff. Seriously, they taught us how to be superstitious. But listen, as a believer, you have to have faith. And I want to say to somebody here today, listen to me real carefully. It looks bad right now. But you got to hold on to, to, to Jehovah Shalom. He's already called you. He's already prepared you. All you got to do is call on his name. Amen.